Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Have you tried to call the DMV lately? Because my wait time was one hour and 47 minutes. Needless to say, I did not wait. I mean, who would? I woke up with a Paula Abdul song in my head. Straight up, now tell me what I did to deserve this. <laughs> Something very bad. <laughs> HVAC Repair says that they're coming tomorrow between 9 and 1. Thank you for that helpful four-hour window. Yeah, thanks a lot, dudes. Now there's smile masks, Sarah. Masks with smiles printed on them. So you never have to smile again. Good, because I'm not. <laughs> have such a good day. Welcome to Have Such a Good Day, the show that really, really wants you to have one. And the place where you can get almost free talk therapy. <laughs> I like to think so. And lots of grousing about first world problems. Yay. Yay. <laughs> this is the show where we unpack the absurdity of everyday life because boy, is it absurd these days. And we hope that you're entertained in the process. And that maybe you learn a little something new. Yeah. All of those things. How's it going, Sarah? It's good oh, to see it's, you. It's fine. Uh, my, do- my dog just sneezed. Uh, <laughs> so if you heard something weird, it wasn't me. It was, I don't know what he's doing. He, what? Oh, I don't know. He's, he's being strange in the background. I love animal sneezes and noises and snoring. I mean, so sometimes at night on the couch, like all the animals will be asleep on us while we're watching a movie. And it's like, you hear kind of the gurgling from the dog and then like just kind of a snoring from Charlie the cat and then like cute little, you know, and it's just, it's adorable. I love it. Yeah. I, uh, my dog Otis will, he's kind of like, uh, he, I wouldn't call it a cry, but he does like a, oh my gosh, I love it. In his sleep, it's like little like chirping. I imagine that he's like chasing bunnies through a field or something. Oh yeah, and I see my cat do that too. It's like one. I of sometimes wake toys. him up a little bit because I'm like, I don't want you to be having a nightmare, and I don't really know what's going on behind the eyes, but it's very cute. Oh yeah, I mean sometimes he, like my my cat will twitch like so much that I'm like worried he's having some kind of seizure, and it kind of freaks me out. <laughs> right, where you were like, hey yo yo, he's having like a nightmare. You're okay. You're okay. Yeah. So uh, I don't know how your week has been, Heather. Mine's been okay. I mean, when I say okay, it's, you know, 
<laughs> in our worldwide nightmare that never stops. <laughs> okay, uh, it's pretty good on the grand scheme of things. It is. Yeah, I mean, I've grand spectrum of life. I've, I've, I, as weeks go, you know how it is. It's like I just don't feel as much dread and doom as I have in other weeks. And well, that's I'd, good. I'd, hey, that's I'd a positive love, thing. I'd love that trend to keep going, and I'll actually get into why in a few minutes. But I wanted to talk really quickly about, and this is. I don't know. I mean, we're all living at home and working from home and so many things are happening at home anymore. Although there are a few of you who should probably be home more than you are, but that is neither <laughs> here nor there. But I, because I live in the woods and I know you have the same issue, Heather, is there's so many things that I get shipped to me now because it's just harder for me to go out and get them. I used oh, yeah. to be within walking distance of like several grocery stores and now mm. I'm in walking distance to one like liquor mart. <laughs> yeah, definitely not ideal about the country. I'll just warn you guys. That's one definite negative is you got to get, get everything shipped. There's no Nordstrom. There's no, um, you know, <laughs> I mean, no okay, Nordstrom. maybe I, I don't know why that was off the top of my head because this guy actually pulls up <laughs> next to me the other day and goes, where's Nordstrom? I think he was just being a freak. Um, but that's what oh, we're like, ha, like, ha ha, look at us where exactly. we live. He wanted to get my attention. Uh, but anyway, um, you yeah. So, so, I mean, I have a set of wheels so I can go and drive and, and do stuff, but I, it's less convenient. It's less convenient than it used to be. Um, and that's just, that's just how life is. So one of the nice things about modern life, and I know a lot of people do this as well, is you get so many things delivered regularly that you're like, okay, I'm going to use them and I'm going to get through them. And I am sort of like a weird Luddite when it comes to having gotten on the Amazon train, even just a couple of years ago when mm -hmm. I needed cat food, I'd go to the local pet store because I wanted to give them my business and it wasn't that far and it gave me something to do. And my friends would just be like, their minds would be like blowing like, how are you doing this? Because sometimes I'd be like, ah, crap, I ran out of cat food. Now I got to do this like really quick. Or, you know, I have to give Lucy and Sam fancy feast for a night until the, you know, pet store opens. They're like, you're really making your life harder than it has to be. And I'm like, mm -hmm. I know, but I like it. This is just who I am. Well, those days are over. So I have things like my Chewy.com auto ship orders because Otis and Lucy especially Otis. I mean, they go through, you know, there's cat litter, there's two kinds of dog food, there's special diet, uh, you know, for adult cat food and all sorts of stuff. And I got finally after getting my auto ships for all their food and necessities once a month, and there being so many boxes to break down and they're so heavy. I'm like, wait a second, this is so stupid. Why don't I just do it like every 12 weeks and just get more at a time? So then I only suffer really once every few months rather than once a month. So dumb. You know, it's the same price. Mm -hmm. And so, and the nice thing about auto ship is, is you just, you know, save a little money because the company wants your repeat business mm -hmm. and you just don't have to think about it all the time, you know, and you don't run out of anything. However, I, and I, this is, it's not just, you know, pet food. There's certain things on Amazon, like makeup remover wipes that I get and, certain other, you know, lady things where you're like, you're just going to need it. And you just always want to have it on hand. So just get those auto shipped. But the thing that I've noticed is that auto ships don't, they don't work like that perfectly because you'll have sort of too many of a certain thing after a while, because maybe you didn't go through it as fast as you thought you would. Mm -hmm. Or in the case of like my pet food, my cat, Lucy, who's, she's an elderly lady. And she recently went to the vet and they were like, mm, she should be on some like 
kidney specific food mm-hmm. um, you know, instead of the food that I've been feeding her her whole life. But I forgot about that. So then, you know, and I, you know, did some research on on the food and I went ahead and ordered that, but I forgot to um, cancel the food that she had already had. And I mean, I bought like 40 cans of the food that she no longer should be eating. And, was, and it all came, you know, and I'm like, why is there so much right now? And I realized, oh man, my auto ship. Forgot about the auto ship. <laughs> There's always something bad with something good, I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah. And it's, you know, it's just, and it, you kind of have to laugh because I'm like, totally my fault, 100% my fault. Like, for example, I have like 10 Neutrogena makeup wipes right now. <laughs> and, and like, these are like, you know, of like, 100 each package mm-hmm. where I'm like, for like a year, I never need to order this again. But I forgot my auto ship at Amazon that wasn't attached to anything else that I'm auto shipping. And so they came anyway. So now I just like might as well sell them on the black market somewhere. But <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's, just, it's kind of like I finally embraced a lot of modern world stuff that's designed to absolutely make your life better. And it mostly does. But it's just one more thing to manage. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's almost more to manage in a way. You know, it's funny. I uh, I get this um, online. It's a multivitamin called Ritual. You may have heard of it. There's like – there. It's, it's actually seems like a pretty cool company. It's like these really kind of um, specialized sort of liquid um, gel, uh, you know, multivitamins. Um, and – they they let they they let you know when they're going to auto ship or they you know they're like hey we're mm-hmm. going to send your thing out tomorrow you're like another bottle of 30 pills well i go through phases where i do not i will religiously take you know multivitamins and then i will stop and like right. during this pandemic i've kind of stopped um it's just another thing to do in the morning so i always <laughs> snooze my order i snooze it every month and then you get to a point where they won't let you snooze it anymore you know, right. and it's like, yeah. do I cancel? And then it becomes this thing like, do I cancel? But I'm still going to need a multivitamin. And then they're like, ah, every month I'm like, oh, we'll figure it out next month. And I put a note in my calendar to figure it out. I can't <laughs> tell you how many times like, yeah, something has just automatically shipped, even though I planned to cancel it. And then you're like, ah, but you know, some companies are pretty cool. Um, I've called before and said, oh, I didn't mean to do the auto ship. I'm not finished with my first bottle or whatever. And they're usually pretty lenient. So. Yeah, I've noticed the same. I, there are some there's some prescription medication for uh, for my cat that comes from a compound pharmacy in Arizona, and they're really good about sending me a notice, like because it's like this is like weird stuff you have to refrigerate, and yeah, you don't want to like double up, you know, you don't want mm-hmm. any more than you need because it's supposed to be really fresh, and they're pretty good about that. I mostly catch these things, yeah, but it is something that. You have to be like, oh, you know, when I get the chewy auto ship reminder where it's like, you have to, you know, change your order by Saturday or it's coming. Mm-hmm. You know, then I kind of have to like take inventory. All right. What what did I say I wanted? I probably don't need three boxes of that. Let's bring it down to two and then we'll see where we are in another 12 yeah. weeks. So, <laughs> oh, you know. It's just management. Everything. Oh, speaking of management, Sarah, I think you're going to yeah. really appreciate this since we live our lives in lockstep. up. Um, adventures in Airbnb hosting. It's kind oh. of like... Adventures yes. in Babysitting. Remember that 1980s movie? I do. Elizabeth with, too. Yeah. So it's kind of like that. It's like can be really 
precarious and, ex, you know, exciting and, uh, you know, stressful. It's a lot of management, but this month has been madness. And uh, let me take a step back uh, to just remind folks, some of you know that I have taken over some uh, vacation rentals for my family's business. And so they're like in my hands now officially, like my name is on the accounts. It's my responsibility. And that kind of just happened in the last couple of weeks when the last couple of weeks happened to be the most insane craziness that my dad's ever seen in the 10, 20 years he's been doing this. So I'm, wow. I'm lucky for that, but, um, just so many last minute changes, such a juggling act, you know, fires in Oregon, fires in California, roadblock box, you know, pandemic stuff, illnesses, you know, I get everything from, you know, and people are m like mostly really nice. And even if they're last minute, they'll ask for their money back. They'll be really nice about it. And they have like a legit reason or they don't have a legit reason. Like my wife has allergies, you know, or, you know, something <laughs> like uh, yesterday I got a, about um, four texts, long drawn out TMI texts about this woman who told me about her diarrhea and how oh, she's gosh. worried about COVID and da, da, da. And she, I mean, she basically canceled hours before she was going to show up. If, if even that, like, She's and, and to it's, always, it's always the people who give you too much information where you're like a little sus. Oh, absolutely. Totally. You know, sus. Like then you're way like, too many details. She's sort of, she's over, she, yeah, she's sort of overcompensating um, for her like guilt and stuff. And it's right. just like that, that kind of OPP thing, like other people's problems sort of thing where you're just like, you get entrenched. <laughs> I thought OPP meant something else. <laughs> um, <laughs> probably has many, many other meanings too. Um, God, that reminds me of a funny memory but I, I won't talk about that right now. So yeah. So anyway, so you, you know, a lot with this job, it's like you coordinate the housekeeper schedule and you get wonderful reviews and you get warm fuzzies from these awesome reviews. I had um, some guests leave me some fancy bottles of wine, not joking, like some really nice bottles of wine. I was like, and they were so nice and everyone's usually really, really nice. And um, they send me like follow-up emails, even if they're you know, on Airbnb or VRBO, they'll like send me a nice email saying how like it was such a me wonderful memory and, you know, just really sweet stuff. Um, but um, it's been a doozy of, of a week because a lot of people canceled, but then in an instant, once I open it up, people will book it again. So there's, you should see my, I, I do use a paper calendar because that's the way my dad did it. So it's a little old school, but it helps to have like a main Bible because mm -hmm. we have three different calendars and then this is sort of the Bible. So, but there's a million scratch outs and I'm trying to like decipher my dad's like scratch outs. And so I'm like, I mean, it is actually like so funny when I sit down with my dad, I'm like, what does that say? Oh, I don't know. Where is that from? Um, but, uh, but yeah, you never really know what you're going to get. Like this morning, um, this lady booked uh, the cabin last night kind of late in the day. And I, she, I, I like, look, I open the curtain and then she's out there with her kid peeking in my window, like waving at me, you know, it's like, <laughs> oh boy. Like it's just ongoing adventures, Sarah. I'm telling you. Oh, is it ever? And yes, I can totally relate as I manage it. It's we're, it's just an Airbnb property. Um, right now I can't even imagine what, you know, I'd have a nervous breakdown if it was anything else. The thing is, is that 
it's really popular. So there's no reason to use a VRBO or any yeah. other rental vacation rental property at this time. Yeah. But that might be something that that is, you know, happens down the road if it gets slow or whatever. But it has been for the same reasons um, that you've had. It's been very erratic. You know, there's COVID. That was weird. Um, in Sonoma County, which is the county I live in, for a while, you couldn't even have guests uh, legally mm-hmm. for less than 30 days because they technically have to be your tenant. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I'm like on record with the county as being like an official property manager, and I would be in big trouble if I was caught. You know, it's like you can't get around that. And it's also just unsafe for everybody. Mm-hmm. That actually worked out okay, but it was extremely limiting. And there mm-hmm. were a few people who just like were like, well, we can't come for 30 days. And I'm like, you can't come then. Yeah. And, you know, you'll get your money back and everything, but there's a lot of sort of like disappointment and, you know, you got to massage, you, you know, do a lot of massaging. You're, you're right. Yeah. Like people who will write in about like, I, I'm coming up for a romantic getaway with my boyfriend. We're so excited to stay there. You know, we have our sweet little dog and it's like, oh, shoot, we have like a no pet policy. And it's just like, I hate, I, I always feel really guilty about that because I always say like, we are such pet lovers, you know, but I'm sorry, but we kind of have to do this thing. And you know, it's funny. We we were on VRBO. Uh, al- we almost got all of our uh, bookings for via VRBO. But once I changed the photographs on Airbnb to like nice photographs, I mean, we're getting like ninety five percent bookings on Airbnb. Like we're, I think we floated to the top or something. I don't know. Uh, well, you're a super host because I've looked at your That's profile. <laughs> so that and the photos are really nice because you have like, I mean, you know, it's it they're it's a nice place. So, mm-hmm. you know, you've got you've got all of that going for you. I actually had the the pet thing. We also have a no pet policy. Um, the owners have a dog. So there are, you know, when they're here, they're in fact they're here right now. There's there's a dog. Otis, the dog obviously is always here. But when there are guests on the property, I mean, I take great care to make sure that we are not, you know, mm-hmm. we're we're not in anybody's way, especially because there's like families and little kids. And it's like you can't have Otis running around, like he'll steal somebody's soccer ball and they'll cry and it'll just be sure. a whole, whole thing. <laughs> But but also just, you know, it's like if you can't bring your pet, then I don't want to like parade my pet around in front of you. No. But um, we have some folks coming later this week. And the person that I've been uh, communicating with who originally booked on Airbnb, you can tell he's elderly. Mm-hmm. And um, he's asked me like four million questions already about stuff that's like in his welcome document <laughs> and wants me to, you know, you know, and, and you're going to, you know, show us everything in the house and how everything works. And I'm like, well, because of the pandemic, we actually don't really do it like that right now because, you know, he asked you, you to show him everything in person. Yeah. Oh wow. yeah. Well, cause I mean, they know I live on site mm-hmm. and I think there, there are, it depends on the person, but especially, you know, it's maybe people of a certain age would be like, you know, we just, we just like a walkthrough, you know, we feel more comfortable, you know, with all that stuff. Where I'm like, well, you know, we'll kind of see how it goes, but I'm not really doing that with people and nobody wants me to really, you know, it's it's that it usually goes both ways, which is kind of nice where I'm like, you let me know if anything's wrong. Otherwise, enjoy your stay. (laughs) Um, So. So anyway, I've been talking to him and he's very sweet, but I can just tell it's like, oh boy, this is going to be, it's I can, I can just tell it's mm-hmm. going to be one of those, one of those groups. Anyway, I'm, I'm like driving the other day. I get a phone call. It's a number I don't recognize, but like, which I normally wouldn't even pick up, but I just did. Mm-hmm. And it's this woman like, hi, is this Sarah? You know, and I'm like, oh God. 
who's this going to be? Like, you know, like, <laughs> what do you want? Collection agency? Like, what do you want? And, and she's like, oh, yeah, you know, I'm so-and-so's daughter-in-law. We're part of the party that's coming. And so I'm like, oh, hi, of course. Yeah, whatever. Well, she called to get me so that they could bring their dog. Oh, boy. And she did this whole, you know, just like very sweet, you were so excited. You know, we we had a baby. My 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 parent in laws haven't even met the baby yet. This is our first family trip, oh, by the way. And so I was like, ah, oh, good one, way to go. You know, you got me because I can't really like say no right on the phone. I just mm -hmm. felt too bad. Mm -hmm. And I also am like, I mean, I want you to be able to bring your dog. It's just sure. that you know, it's a policy. And then if you let one person, then it just, you know, you, you gotta, you gotta think of like wear and tear and stuff. Yeah. Anyway, she won. Really? She, she gets to bring her dog. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's, that's wow. Cause, Cause I'm a sucker and I, you know, talking it over with, you know, the people who own the house, everyone was like, this will be okay. They seem nice enough. Well, you know, it's funny. The woman who booked last minute, um, had like a, a toddler and she told me she had a toddler. She's like writing me a check out, out front of my house last night and you know, it was all fine. Just, you know? went to bed this morning, went out to walk Frank and guess what? Their dog was in their car barking all night. Oh, oh no. Yeah. They left, they didn't say anything about a dog. This is like a totally separate. Um, they just left the dog in the they car. They left the dog in the car, never said anything about a dog. I mean, I didn't know they had a dog. I mean, how would I, how would I know? I wouldn't have. But I, like, but like, why wouldn't you at least try to smuggle the dog inside? Like leave, don't leave your dog in the car overnight. I'm telling you, like I, yeah, I felt like kind of like my crush this morning. I was like, oh my God, because you could hear him barking. He he was probably really lonely and sad. It was just not Oh cool. man. Yeah. That would be, I'd be so mad. Yeah. I, I'd I didn't be really mad know what to like, do. I just like, left. <laughs> well, it's probably something to talk to her about so she doesn't do it again. Yeah, I mean, it's something that you know you could write a review, or you can write them a separate note on how they were as a guest. You know, I mean, you know how it all works on Airbnb, but you know, I could mention something. But I don't know. Sometimes you just have to decide. Like, is it worth it? I it don't know. is for anybody who has never been an Airbnb host or a, <laughs> or a property manager in general. We could go on and on. Um, in fact, on a couple of the other shows that I do, you know, sometimes they gently rib me for talking about this a lot. <laughs> but I'm like, but I can't help it. There's always a problem. Like I have an HVAC unit that doesn't work and the pool heater needs to be replaced. They're like these things take time and guess who has to deal with them? Moi. Yeah. And now, now my cell phone rings off the hook because my, of course my, my phone has to be somewhere on there for like emergencies. And it's like from places all around the United States, which right. they end up going to voicemail because they're silenced because the, my phone thinks they're spam. So mm. that's kind of a good thing. But at the same time, it's like, I'm not, you know, I don't know. I, I, I prefer text messages like you if possible. Yeah. Yeah. I always tell people that I'm like, I'm not ignoring you. I just don't want to pick up from yet another robocaller. So please text me That's and please don't come and knock on my door <laughs> as, as they've done once or twice where I'm like, hi, I'm in my underwear. So <laughs> yes, yeah, I, you know, on. it's actually funny because the other day we had to go pick up a check from one of the, is a guy that my dad sort of knew cause he had, he had been there before. Um, and, uh, so my dad tends to like in the morning of before the housekeepers come, like right while they're checking out, he'll go and knock on the door and be like, how's it going? And I'm like, I don't know if we should be doing that. Like, I, I know that if I were staying somewhere, 
I would really want my privacy. And like, what if you're doing something that, you know, is is a last minute something before you get on the road and you know, the owner's knocking on the door. So I don't really feel comfortable doing that. Yeah. I don't, I don't do that either. I think, um, if there's an issue and someone needs my help, I'm happy to do it. I mean, Mm -hmm. as long as it's within, you know, my means of doing so, but I don't, until people are packing up in the driveway, you know, cause I, I sort of, there's sort of a big circular ish driveway that I can look out my window and see if people are there, mm-hmm. you know, until then. And it's like, cause checkouts at 10, like mm-hmm. until nine 30, I don't put my head out the window and say anything unless yeah. they need something because it's like, they're like hacking up and you know, that's usually kind of a hassle and mm-hmm. like, you know, I, I kind of sometimes, you know, if I'm going to walk the dog or whatever, I'm like, hope you had such a great time. Yeah, I do the same thing. Have a fun drive home. Some people love chatting and I think they try to get to chat with you. They like, you know, they'll kind of wander around the property and be like, hi, how's it going? And that, I mean, that's cool, but you know, it just depends. Totally. Well, so I think overall, I don't know. My mood has uh, been worse. And here is why I think could contribute to this wonderful turn of events. And trust me, I mean, I'm not like Pollyanna <laughs> right now, but uh, but I, but I, I'm feeling kind of okay for. I'm glad to hear that, Sarah. For for the week, yeah. So I have a, I have a. Um, how do I even describe the scenario? So, in in my adult life, a couple different occasions, I've gone to therapy, and never really for anything like not a psychiatrist, but just mm-hmm. talk therapy, which a lot of people do, and I'm very much a proponent of. Um, you know, people not feeling kind of embarrassed or shameful or like they, you know, can't keep their life together mm-hmm. or whatever from from doing therapy. I, I went for the first time a long time ago, just kind of like, eh, I just want to work through some things. And I also went when I lived in LA uh, for, I mean, it was under a year, but it was, it was once a week for an extended period of time. And I loved it. I loved the therapist. I remember you guys were like BFF. Yeah, I really just, I enjoyed the week. I thought that he was a really cool person. He had a lot to offer and I got something out of it, but I also enjoyed his company. Like it wasn't like, oh, now I'm going to like sit here and cry <laughs> on the couch, uh, it, which is which is okay if I did that too. But, you know, it was, it, it was kind of a little bit more of a like motivational mm-hmm. therapy type thing that I did. Anyway, I'm super into therapy. However, I don't uh, currently um, have a therapist right now because they're also mm-hmm. expensive. They're Very. really expensive. Now, I'm you're, you know, maybe you got lucky and you have somebody who's not $300 a week, but that's mm-hmm. pretty rare. And I just simply mm-hmm. can't afford it. I cannot afford a therapist. Uh, my insurance doesn't cover therapy in any substantial way, as some of my former insurance uh, packages have in the past, which is annoying. But that's what happens when you work for <laughs> yourself. And uh, I, I, you know, I just I don't make the money that I used to. And there are all sorts of reasons where I'm like, you know, therapy would be like a really great thing right now for like the whole world. <laughs> oh yeah. hundred percent. Because everyone's always talking about, you know, you always see those lines of like, it's okay to not be okay. <laughs> and you know, it's, it's, and uh, you know, I see stuff on Twitter or Facebook and sometimes people are kind of having meltdowns. 
Sometimes people are trying to help each other and I'm like, see, this is what therapy is so great for. Like, mm -hmm. it's not going to solve your life, mm -mm. but it can really help you work through things. And especially this whole, you know, notion of people being alone and it's just, you know, there's a lot of depression going on and anxiety. I definitely have, you know, I, I'm sort of an anxious person anyway. And I've, I've really felt spikes of that recently where I'm like, man, I miss my therapist, but it's just not really going to happen right now in any significant way for financial reasons. Um, but because of some folks that I used to know when I used to go the last time a few years ago, I heard about this. It was just like a one-off. It, it would be great if they did it you know, regularly or once a week, but it was like a one-off of a Zoom like group mm. therapy thing. And they asked me, they were like, do you want to do it? I mean, it's like free. You don't have to, you don't like even have to like participate or anything. And it was, I wasn't really sure what the theme was. And just because other people are involved, I'll be kind of mm -hmm. vague about it. Uh, but it was, yeah, it was like a starts at this time and you get on Zoom and you know how Zoom, well, I mean, some of you may not have used Zoom, but probably most of you have by now. You can choose to turn your mm -hmm. video off. You, you can choose to even like, um, you know, change your name. So it like, you're not like outing yourself if you, if you feel like, I don't know, calling yourself goober <laughs> or, whatever, you yourself? or like take it off. I didn't know. I actually didn't, I didn't really care. Cause I'm like, you know, mm -hmm. I think this is cool. Like I'm not like, I weirded out by being here, but mm -hmm. you could have if you wanted to. And it was like, I don't know, there were like five people and there was kind of a, um, there's sort of a, you know, a theme and we sort of went around the room, so to speak. And it was very much like, you know, a cool friend hang, but there was a little bit more of a goal in mind. And it was like, was there an actual therapist on? There? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, otherwise it would just be some friends talking kind of yeah, thing. And these were your friends. No, okay. well, they weren't my friends. No, but it would, it, it would have felt a little bit more like, oh, that's like casually all talk about our problems mm. kind of thing. But it was, no, it was, it was a guided thing and it lasted about 90 minutes and I thought it was super cool. And I think that there are probably people out there saying like, oh yeah, I'm Zooming with a therapist all the time because I know you can do that remotely. But this was just something that kind of fell into my lap and I thought it was fun and positive and it sort of, I don't like get something out of other people having a hard time, but it's nice to feel not alone. I mean, it's kind of trite, but no, it's so it's, true. You know, just being like, oh, this person like had a really bad day for reasons that were totally different than my bad day, mm -hmm. but I'm not the only one who had a bad day. It's totally. like, that's like very simple reminders that can, I don't know, turn your day around. So that was a neat, that was a neat thing that I was able to do. And for anybody out there who uh, has never done therapy, I'm not going to make you do it. But I suggest <laughs> it's kind of cool. Uh, and Especially if you have a bad day. Especially if you have a bad day. And yeah, I mean, my, my big gripe is, and therapists should, of course, like they deserve every dollar, you know, as long as they're good at it. But I just, I don't know. I mean, it's just too expensive. And I know that pe people say, but it's worth it. You know, like the price is worth it for what you get out of it. And I'm like, but if the money isn't there, yeah, <laughs> I know how worth it it must feel, but I don't have any. And so. you're hard pressed to get like one hour a week for less than a hundred dollars for that hour, you know? So it's like, oh, that adds I mean, up. 
$100 sounds cheap to me based yeah. on what, you know, the prices that I've seen. It probably just matters, you know, your region and, and mm -hmm. all that stuff. But, but yeah, I mean, it's just, you know, it's, I think it's so worth it. And I'm frustrated uh, that it just, it's just what, you know, it's a cost thing. It's like, you know, I, I just can't buy anything right now. And that includes things like this. So they, this person who did this free session there, it was just kind of like a one-off, like not going to do it again kind of thing. I don't know. I don't know. I, I understood it to be that way. So yeah. we'll see. Interesting. Yeah. Well, um, you know, you would think that everyone and my, including myself would be watching a lot of comedies right now. Wouldn't you, Is, wouldn't you think that that would be therapeutic? I, I, I think it would, but no, I actually don't watch comedy right now. And I mean, I love comedy. It's like the best thing ever. I'm going to talk a little bit about some horror movies that I've been watching um, because okay. I came across <laughs> this interesting study. I think it was via like psychology today. Um, and it was the, actually conducted this, this year during COVID-19, just, you know, 2019. And the study is titled horror fans and morbidly curious individuals are more psychologically resilient during the COVID-19 pandemic specifically. So first of all, the, the term of like morbidly curious, I thought was sort of interesting. And I would say maybe I am, but I would have never thought of it that way. Um, but, uh, a lot of, I'm not going to go into like the study and what, you know, how it all panned out, but basically the gist of it is that they're saying that like watching horror or this thing called prepper horror, which prepper, like prep, like prepared. I've never heard mm. of that term before. And that apparently is like alien invasion movies, apocalyptic movies, zombie invasion movies, that kind of thing. And there's this new um, subgenre that has popped up during quarantine called core horror. Q-U-A-R, horror, so quarantine horror movies. There's been some filmmakers who have shot some movies in their house, so a lot of it is kind of claustrophobic, stuck in the house, using Zoom, technology going awry, sort of that feeling of being alone in your house. Um, you know, that, that's a, a conversation for another time, but uh, a subgenre has pop, popped up this year because of what we're going through. Essentially, the study says that people who seek out horror movies, watch horror movies, um, uh, whatever it is, prepper horror, you know, thrillers, whatever it is, um, they tend to be more prepared for like unknown and like real life scary situations because watching somebody, you know, go through something trying develops like a psychological resilience and it kind of helps us understand our deepest fears you know, and obviously there's an excitement element and an emotional release, that kind of thing, obviously. And then like, you know, you do have a weird bond with the person you're watching like a horror movie with. M more specifically, I think with this these genres, because you're going through something together. Um, you're going through a lot of that kind of emotional roller coaster. So Sarah, I know that you know that I like lists and I, that mm -hmm. I really like escapism and that I really, really like horror movies. So here are five movies I've seen or kind of summer rewatches recently that have kind of satisfied my soul and helped me cope. Um, so this is sort of like a coping mechanism for me. Um, and I don't even really, I mean, I would, would normally not even put a title to it. This is just something that I've always enjoyed. Um, I rewatched the original Mad Max, um, from 1979. And, you know, I haven't seen that since I was a teen. Um, this is George Miller. He's done all the Mad Maxes, including the new one. He's an Australian filmmaker. I am telling you the original Mad Max. I absolutely 
love that movie. And it's what's cool about it is it's less science fiction like the other Mad Max movies, you know, where it's like lots of characters in the desert with crazy outfits. It's, it's like it's like establishing the story. And so mm. it's a, more of a thriller kind of setting up the stage for like what's going to happen later. It's lower budget than the other movies, but like therefore more realistic. I kind of think I like the low budget stuff when, you know, stuff these days are so highly produced. It feels you don't really I don't feel like I can dive into the narrative as well. There's actually a real love story in it. And that's another reason why I like it. It's more of like a regular movie in a way, like a drama. And it's heartbreaking. It's heart wrenching. And I mean, Mel Gibson's ass in those leather pants. I'm telling you, um, that's one one reason to watch it again or watch it for the first time. Um, the rest of my list, um, these titles are a bit from left field. I have been watching a lot of kind of rando things lately. One that I remember watching as a kid that really freaked me and my sister out. Um, there was a weird old old fashioned man with round sunglasses who would drive up this driveway up to this kind of haunted house. And I always remember that guy. That was like the only thing I ever remembered. And he freaked me out. And rewatching it was so interesting because like I, I hadn't seen it since I was like under the age of 10. This is from 1976. Um, Dan Curtis is the director. Karen Black and Oliver Reed are the main actors. It is so great. It's kind of about a haunted house. What's the name of it? And a woman who lives there. Oh, sorry, it's called Burnt Offerings. I thought I already said that. Oh, maybe Burnt you did. Offerings. Yeah, right. 1976, classic 70s kind of horror thriller. Um, I love that one. A great rewatch. The next one is something called Phase Four. A lot of you sci-fi fans will be like, oh, yeah, that's classic and maybe not so left field. But it's 1974. Uh, Saul Bass uh, is the director. This is cool. I had never seen this. It's about, it's it's kind of sci-fi. Um, it's about how ants have created this collective intelligence. Mm. And uh, these two scientists are out at this sort of operation out in the desert trying to study why they have kind of attacked humanity. So like these ants are kind of out to like, you know, destroy humanity. And it's really good, though. It's kind of grainy and like, yeah, you got to check it out. I mean, that was my first watch. So I thought that was cool. And then last night I had never think I don't think I heard about this movie. Um I loved this. This was, I, I'm so curious if any of you have seen this. It's called Patrick, just like the name Patrick. And it's from 1978. The director is Richard Franklin. He's Australian. I've kind of been into Australian filmmaking lately. And this is a very underrated kind of Aussie psychological horror. It's, it's kind of slow, but it's very gripping. It has a very ridiculous premise. So it's about this guy, Patrick, who's comatose in a hospital and he, he can't do anything, but uh, sort of he, he, after three years of being comatose, he, he gets like this telekinesis and there's like these really cute nurses that kind of tend to him. And it's kind of this creepy hospital. Um, and, uh, it's in the only special effects was like a typewriter typing by itself. It's really kind of great. So I highly recommend that. Um, and finally, <laughs> I had never heard of this one either. Um, I've definitely seen the hitchhiker, which I really liked when I was a kid and I did rewatch it, but there's a movie called Hitchhike, AKA Death Drive. It's Italian. It's from 1977. Pasquale Festa Campanile is an Italian director. This is a special one. Um, this, this kind of bickering couple uh, is going on a road trip to California um, and it's beautiful scenery. It's actually really well shot. It's really cool. And this, they pick up a hitchhiker who is uh, really awful 
And um, it's just, it is definitely feels like the 70s, um, kind of the grainy film. Uh, and it, it's a fun watch. It's very entertaining. But this is sort of a coping me mechanism for me. And I want to know what your coping mechanisms are. So email us at hi at have such a good day.com. I love it. I love it, Heather. I mean, you cope differently than I do when it comes to when it comes to the cinema. But uh, and I've heard of none of these movies. I mean, Mad Max, you have. Oh yeah, of course. And I'm sure I've seen it at some point in my youth. Uh, Mel Gibson isn't my favorite. No, not anymore. anymore but back but then, I had a crush on him. He was a cutie. That yeah. It, well, it was you know life was different back then. Um, we we were all different. You get crazy when you get old. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Some more than others. Yes. But uh, you know who isn't crazy? People who are our patrons. If you aren't a patron yet, well... You're crazy. Yeah, you're the crazy <laughs> one, you crazies. But no, in all seriousness, we appreciate our patrons. We're inching toward 100 patrons. We're really excited about that. We are. And when we get to 100, we'll flash you. Haha, ha, just kidding. You can't see us. But but uh, if you're not familiar with the way that Patreon works, patreon.com slash have such a good day is where you can find out all about how you can support our show, get ad-free um, ad feeds that you can listen uh, in using the podcatcher of your choice. And uh, for those of you who aren't patrons yet, it, listen, you don't have to be. We'd love it if you did. Um, we want to be, you know, a big, big old friendly community. You can hang out with us, chat in our Discord, get all sorts of goodies. But um, otherwise, we're just happy to have you listen. And thanks to everybody for your support. Yeah, thank you. And the thing about being a patron, you know, we usually, we've been pretty consistent about posting the show on Patreon on Mondays. Um, and then the show goes out to the rest of the world, like on iTunes and, you know, all the pod uh, catchers on Tuesday. So you really do get early access to the shows, which is pretty cool. I think, uh, let us know if that's a perk for you, or maybe there's something else that you would, would prefer to have, um, as a patron, let us know, uh, definitely let us know anything that you're thinking, what you'd like to see or hear. Uh, hi at have such a good day.com or you can always comment on any of the posts on patreon yeah email us hi at have such a good day.com also have such a good day.com is is our is our our mother website if uh if you like to go there and that's cool too all <laughs> the mothership it's our mothership um and all our links are there as well so Tell a friend and thanks for your support. So Heather, uh, before we wrap this show up, I hear that I have some homework to do. You do. And it's from last show. And uh, we ended up recording early on in the week this week. So Sarah and I haven't had a chance to do our homework, but um, we both, uh, we are, we, we're not going to flake on this. So this week before the next show, before episode 69, uh, That's right. Sarah is going to watch this uh, new HBO series that I'm really liking. We are who we are with Chloe Sevigny. And then I need to watch a movie, a Netflix movie that Sarah really liked called Unpregnant. And then we're going to reconvene and have a quick little chat. And what the, the whole purpose of this is we want to maybe try to, we talk about a lot of movies and TV shows on discord. So just creating a conversation with, with the, with all of you, um, you know, we, we prefer to have a conversation with all of you. I mean, it's nice for Sarah and I to, to chat about it, but hopefully we can bring it all in to discord. Well, and, and you and I, Heather, we have a lot of common interests when it comes to media, mm -hmm. but we also watch a lot of different things. 
I mean, there's certain things that I like that I'm like, I just wouldn't put you through that. Mm -hmm. But I think it's it's like a more fun conversation when you're like, here's this like crazy Australian horror movie about a comatose <laughs> guy named Patrick. I'm like, I could have watched that. But instead, I'm just sort of like, it sounds weird, but it would be kind of fun to have a little bit more back and forth. So 100%. we're going to experiment with that as well. Cool. All right. Well, I think um, the show is coming to an end here, Sarah. I mean, it's it's um you know it always goes by so fast but we've really enjoyed uh chatting with you That's and you <laughs> nail space over here and no, i'm just kidding yes we we love having you here uh although you we can't hear you um we hear you in our hearts we do everybody go to therapy damn it all right everybody have a great week and we'll see you soon i'm heather and i'm sarah and we hope you have such a good day yeah Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.